0: It's Friday night. It's seven o'clock. It's time for the sports phone. Friday night, seven o'clock. We were we weren't here last week, but we're back this week. It's time for the sports phone. Jerry in I guess technically I'm no longer in Portland. I guess I'm in Milwaukee, Oregon now. Jim in the Philo studio. Jim, we were gone last week, but it is good to be back.
1: Yeah, I'm I I'm I'm happy to be back home and getting a little rest after moving all your stuff from one apartment <laughs> to a house. Congratulations, Jerry, on moving Thanks. into your own house. I imagine this is a the first show in your new your new studio, we'll call it, and um, I I'm so proud that you bought a house in Portland. Yeah, and you know that, it's that crazy. I,
0: like as a, as a first time homeowner, like this house, when you look at like from pure like square footage wise, it's not that much bigger than my apartment. It is by a little bit, but it just feels like there's so much more space. Like I feel like getting from my bedroom to the kitchen takes forever compared to, to going around my apartment so it's good it's definitely a change but I, change for the good that i'm enjoying
1: i think the decks the front yard the backyard the garage your outdoor gym in the garage the the uh, the the shed the garden shed i think that all was what really makes it bigger to have a house right,
0: right. Yeah. absolutely well thanks everybody uh for bearing with us as we missed last week if you are a regular on the sports phone as jim mentioned i was moving into my new house uh if you are new to the show Uh, The Sports Phone, which we're going to be doing for the next hour or so here, is an open forum sports talk show. Very simply put, Jim and I are here to talk about what's going on in the world of sports. Level, collegiate level, pro level, international level, rec league, whatever it is, wherever it is. Jim and I just want to spend some time talking about sports. A lot of crazy stuff going on in the world. We just want to have a good time shoot the breeze for for an hour or so just talking sports. And of course, the greatest part is we get to listen to what you, the audience, want to talk about in the world of sports. You are the drivers of this show. Jim and I just want to sit back and let you talk about whatever you want to talk about that is going on in the world of sports and have a good time. Number to do that, 707-895-2448. That's the number to call if you want to talk about sports, 707-895-2448. We're going to open up the phone lines. Give us a call. If you want to talk about sports, looking forward to taking your calls as we get rolling on the show here. Uh, Jim, if we didn't have any calls, I think we should start with On This Day in Sports, get the show back on track. Do we have permission
1: to continue? I think that's what we do. Now that, you know, I'm getting a little, I'm still sad, but I'm getting a little used to the phone, not immediately lighting up and talking to McCarthy, who was basically a walk and talk in This Day in Sports. (laughs) He, He was all... Oh man! Um, So I'm I'm waiting for calls. We can we can take calls. I I think we should continue the um, this day in sports. I'll start with mine. Mm. This day in sports, which uh, you told me was October uh, thirtieth, twenty twenty. This day in nineteen seventy four, October thirtieth in nineteen seventy four. Caller will be right with you. um, In Kinshasa, Zaire, which is now Jerry schooled me. That is now called the Congo. It was the rumble in the jungle, the famous Muhammad Ali knocking out George Foreman. If you grew up in 1974, what what was I? Jerry, um, I was 20. It was a big deal. I was in college. It was a big sporting event. What do you? Uh, let's take a call. Then we'll give you yours. All right. Okay. Hello, call. You're on the air. Hey,
2: fellas, how you doing? Hey, we're
1: Good. ready to talk.
2: Outstanding. Uh, I called you early on in the uh, nascent moments of your programming, and I, I presented some some questions that uh, your other hosts uh, prefaced without me being on the air that were challenging uh, about the nature of sport, about um, some collegiate activities that I took the exception to, about uh, perhaps a disillusionment and a disenfranchisement of young uh, adults, especially um, minorities who might have a false hope and disposition toward enrichment in sports. And um, this evening I'm calling because, uh, you know, I want to continue this vibrancy about this, this conversation about sport and competition. We're facing a, a, a different world here. My hockey season was a joke. Uh, I mean, it just it didn't, it, it didn't really even happen. And I, I posit the question, when we're not supposed to have any contact with other human beings, why would be, we be engaging in contact sport? Why would we be continuing to not identify the fact that collegiate sport especially is a monetization of young youth uh, for the enrichment of the alumni, um, which is uh, a, a, totally a negative at this point in time. Uh, when I look at schools like U of M with 110,000 in your stadium, uh, I just find it uh, a caterwauling event to think that anybody would want to gather in a large crowd in the pandemic just to watch a bunch of guys uh, goofing around on a field somewhere. Uh, at the same time, I feel like a sport is safe as tennis. Um, archery Um, chess, I never hear you guys talk about chess, chess is a brilliant competition Um, but I'm I'm wondering uh, about this, you know, about this whole nature of of, uh, endangering uh, individuals by having large gatherings, by continuing to promote um, youth especially uh, and endangering youth there have been many incidences Uh, where blooms have come up. Uh, The NBA, obviously, is a fine example of their over-medication of of players. But, uh, thank you. Uh, You know, I think we can all be good sports. Uh, And I I think it's a healthy thing for us to have a sense of competition societally. Um, I love to play ball. Uh, I'm an old, you know, pond hockey's disappearing because of global warming. But, uh, (laughs) Congratulations on the new house to young man. Thank you. And thank um, congrats on, on having a program that's been successful. Uh, and I appreciate you uh, uh, being able to uh, allow a deferring point of view, a, a perhaps challenging point of view. And I'm going to listen. Uh, thanks so much for your program. Best of health to you and all your families and those that you love.
1: What thank a way to start you. the thank, sports film. Thank you, film. Re- thank really you so it. much for the call. I'm going first, Jerry. I'm, I'm, I want to get in. Yeah,
0: go for it. I, I have a go for it. I, I have a lot of of thoughts because he touched on a lot of different topics, and I'm trying to find a way to kind of like weave it all into one coherent statement. So I, while I while I do that, go ahead and and. My, know, the, put, my put your I'm
1: going to wrap up. The, the The biggest issue I thought he had was, what the heck are we doing? I mean, we 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 can't we we can't even go out to dinner at our favorite restaurant, but we got 19, 20 year olds playing football and. Uh, 12, 13, 14 at a time, connecting, um, contracting COVID. This is not a new argument. Um, So my my biggest answer is why professional sports and not Little League? Why professional sports and not D3, but yes, D1 NCAA? I really believe in a society... That builds on capitalism, which is expansion and making money. It's uh, to me, it's almost. Um, I, I watch our country; it's almost a religion. I think the sports you're seeing are the ones that are the biggest business. The NBA is playing because it's big business. The the NFL is playing because it's big business. They're putting big business, big money ahead of the players health when you get down to little league we're not playing little league we're not putting little league ahead of players health d3 linfield where you went they're not playing football right now because they're not putting the players health in front of the business so anyway that well, that's my answer what do you got
0: yeah i i agree to you with to an extent um with that statement i think that I, I, I would have been curious to hear what the caller didn't like about the NHL season. I, I was curious about, like, I wanted if to... he didn't like it just because of how short the season was. Because for all intents and purposes, if you look at it, if you look at the the NHL season when compared to other professional sports, it was one of the most successful. If you look at being able to get through a period of time without cases. And that's where I think I, I disagree with you. Not, not a ton, but a little bit on the money part with, with professional sports. I think professional sports looked at it as, yes, we need to make money. I think that was part of it. But they also knew we have the resources to keep our players safe or to right. do a really good job doing everything we can to keep our players safe. Hmm. And I think that's why you know the NBA was as successful as they were. That's why the NHL was successful as, as successful as they were. Baseball got over their hump and then up until the last game of the World Series was doing pretty good. Uh, the NFL has been up and down, but they have gotten but they've gotten better, I think, at at, res- at testing and restricting players and you know access and stuff like that. So I, I think when I look at it from that perspective, I want to make sure I get my whole thought out here. I think that the NBA or the professional sports world, yes, they wanted to make money, but at the same time, they have like players' unions and stuff to deal with. And the players weren't going to play unless they felt safe. So I think from the professional level, it's we we can make money, but we can do it with resources to keep our players safe. I think in college it changes a little bit, and I can get into that more. But I think in college especially it changes to what the caller was talking about of we need to make money. And we need to make money during the football season. I can expand on that more as as we kind of go here if, if time allows
1: for it. Caller, you're on the air. Oh, I am
3: really happy for the delay and the hole where I could listen to what I thought I was going to miss when I made my phone call and <laughs> turned my radio down. Uh, this is Vincent, by the way. Uh, yeah. And Jerry, congratulations on the new home. Uh, you and I are both uh, homeowners within a few months of each other. It's got to feel good. How are you doing, buddy?
0: It feels good. I'm I'm waiting for that shoe to drop. You know, like I I got some got some repairs done, but I'm waiting for just the roof to collapse on itself and know I have to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't, you know, just submit a work order. But other than that, it's going good. So, uh, go ahead, Jim.
1: Why don't you? I, I assume you've been listening, Vince. Um, oh, yeah. I, I thought that was a very eloquent rant. It's. I, I was worried. It was. I was worried, Jerry, that was going to get 100% over the top political, and it didn't. It was about sports, and I loved it. Uh, it was one of my favorite rants we've had here on in a while. I gave my answer. Did you? Did you hear a little bit of Jerry's? What do you say about that call, Vince?
4: Well,
3: uh, that's that, that's why I made the comment. I was glad that I the the, the phone picked up and I was on hold for a moment. And I could hear both of you. Oh, right. And Jim, Jim, Jim you had a good uh, take for sure. And, and Jerry, your rebuttal is is accurate, but the the, the the way Jim approached the way I approach it is, yeah, the professional sports can. Uh, be safe and be uh, proactive and have testing that gets results in in 24 hours or that day why doesn't why don't we all have that why is that only excluded to athletics at a, a major university Well, of course football can play because we can test all the time but why not swimming why not badminton why not all these others why don't we spread that out to where the majority of the population has access to these means. My, We'd have a much lower problem in this country if we were treating everybody as a professional athlete. So my, I'm glad the NBA had a bubble. I'm glad hockey had a bubble because I enjoyed watching the sports play. And the most beautiful part was, is Justin Turner getting yanked from the World Series, but then acting like a Little Leaguer and celebrating with his teammates it was an ironically perfect moment for this professional sports covid era of all the precautions we want to take all the testing you want to do somebody was still going to be a person and enjoying the moment and it's a, it's it's great that sports can happen i love it but i also feel like these resources should be widespread
1: so you think that the the money in big NBA should be spent somewhere else, or do you think tennis? Where should tennis and um, and golf and, and and where should little league baseball get their get their money? Should it be given out? What's what's?
3: I've wh- always been a I've always been a big. Like, I'm not a huge tax person. Like I don't like being taxed for things. But if I could say where my taxes were going, I would want my taxes to go towards my within a 100-mile within a radius, a local community, that's where my taxpayer money goes to provide these type of things in my local community. And, if, 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 and I feel like if these sports franchises are going to make millions and billions of dollars, they should have to put some of that money back into their local communities. And I know a lot of athletes and a lot of sports franchises do that, But where is it really going if we can't have the same resources as they do to do what they get to do? Because it's not about them as individuals. It's more about the, the, you know, CBS's and ESPN's and people like that who make so much more money. Uh, Even EA Sports, not, you know, video games. Like, they all make so much money off of these particular people playing a sport. That should be bled out a little bit more in their communities so we all get those resources. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, kudos to the you know, professional sports for getting to do it, but they only get to do it because they make money. Exactly. Yeah. So
1: I and that's that uh, and, and that's and we the bigger picture is we're in a society and in a that that rewards the money. And, uh, Absolutely, Jerry, where are you at with this?
0: No, that, that's that's that was where I was going to go with this. Like, ultimately, it's the NBA gets to do it because they, they have the money. I mean, there's nothing really else to say about it. These sports get to do it because they have the money. And this is us. The, the way our society is structured. There isn't an obligation for those plays for the NBA or whoever you want to pick to give the resources to Mendocino High School so they can have a season. Like there's just right. there's no obligation to do that, and if right. it's not in their interest in whatever way, it's just not going to happen.
3: Exactly, exactly, yeah, and that's a bummer. But what I do like right now is I've been trying to figure out like the NCAA basketball men's you know schedule. They're really being pretty. You know they're not putting a schedule out because they don't know what they're going to do yet. You know they're trying to feel out the idea of bubbles and doing things. And what
1: sport are you talking about, Vince? Uh,
3: college basketball. basketball, men's men's college
0: basketball.
1: I haven't heard. You know, heard,
0: the, you know I, the second biggest sport I in college. Heard,
1: I haven't heard a word about it, Jerry. Have you?
0: No, and Vince is right. It's just they don't really know what they're doing yet. They're letting teams yeah. practice. Teams are practicing right now, but beyond yeah. that, they're not quite sure what to do. I hear it. In, which is, um, which,
3: which is the opposite of football. Football is going, you know, all in, whereas basketball is being a little bit more like, hmm,
1: what, what do we do? Um, let Let me uh, get get a vote here. I, I had an interesting um um conversation with um, Mendocino Unified this week. They mm-hmm. they decided to go um the rest of at least until January or February I can't remember the date it was February 22nd or January 22nd of uh distance learning so there'll be no students in the school so wow. i i try i tried and then at the same time NCS who is the uh, CIF and NCS who are the the uh the parent oh, parent uh sports uh, rulers over mendocino high school and their league they say you can start playing on the or 7th so my First statement to to the to the um, superintendent was, "What did the board say about athletics? I mean, they say you can't go back to school until at least the twenty second, but the NCS and NCIS CIF say we're going to start sports on De- December seventh. Is there a possibility in the world? This is what I ask you, Jerry. Could they in even fathom?" Having kids playing sports, but they're not safe enough to go to school?
0: No, I, I don't think locally, no. I think there's other places in the world that could fathom that. But but locally, just the, the in this area, no, I, I don't
1: think they could fathom it. So you just don't think they've announced yet? That they- right, right. Okay. All right.
0: Yeah. I, I think there's also some level of a given to it also that, like, maybe you were reading into it maybe just a bit too much. Like I think there's might be at some level of this, a given like yeah, they're not doing they're going to be doing distance learning. There's no sports. Like I think there's like a maybe there's there's a connection there that doesn't need to be overthought too much. Okay,
1: all right, yeah, because I I was definitely overthinking. I said, is that mean this this could happen that, that it's not safe right. enough for you to sit in math or or uh, walk the halls, but but you can share a volleyball. I mean it right. was it was so. Um, well, well, that's
3: that's a, a thing that was pointed out recently in a, a I don't know if it was a, a meme or something. And and Jim, you might not be familiar with that, but J- Jerry, you are. But there was something about like, oh well, so you know, you know, twenty-two to twenty-four, you know, adult males can get together and play ball, but you know, twenty-four children can't go to class together. Uh-huh. Again, like, where do we, where are we drawing the lines here? Like on this whole thing.
0: Well, and also, where are we dedicating resources to? That's the other yeah. part of this, right? Like, exactly. the reason 24 exactly. grown men can get together and play sports is because they have the resources to get tested, or 24 students may not. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah.
3: So it's, it's such an interesting thing, and, like, we're going to continue to see how this plays out, but mm-hmm. the numbers aren't looking great again. I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, it's the whole thing is just so up and down, and, and uh, you know, I think the whole... Thing with the World Series will be a very interesting move going forward. You know the NFL's still having issues. Uh, NCAA football is having issues. The NBA is technically supposed to restart on Christmas. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm so con- I'm so confused where sports are right now. I'm not sure if we'll ever get back to a normal uh, yeah. what a normal season is. It's so it's so in- in- insane. Seven zero seven eight nine five two four four
1: eight. You want to change this subject? This is very interesting stuff for, for me. Um, it's amazing how we can twist the whole COVID in sports. We were worried about not having enough to talk about seven months ago, but um, I don't think we've ever had more to, to talk about. Uh, call, change the subject. Uh, join in if you'd, if you'd like. Um Jerry and Jim, th- Jim, feel free
3: to kick me off anytime before you have a call. Right. right well, though. I'm going we'll, to hang in there until you have
1: one. That's my job. For uh, sure. Jerry, <laughs> we had it on our list, and it's it's been brought up. So let's let's. Um, um I, I don't think all our listeners keep up the way we do with 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 everything in in sports, to say the least. Um, give a quick what happened in Game Seven of the <laughs> World Series, so we can comment on it. We
3: don't. We don't have to do that.
1: I'd I like to. It was on our list, Jerry. Well,
3: the, Ray, the, the Rays lost, so we don't really have to relive the
0: whole thing, do we? <laughs> you want to you talk analytics, Vince? Talk about analytics versus starting pitching and, and what the math said to do? No, wait, you want to go I'll, really I'll, deep a into a baseball conversation here?
1: <laughs> no, I, hey. wa- I want to talk about what happened to Justin Turner. Jerry, give, give, give a recap, would you?
0: So, this is, a, as, as I, I think Vince pointed out, this is like a fascinating microcosm of the covid sports world what what happened here so so Justin Turner is the third baseman for the Los Angeles Dodgers he's in the middle of playing game 7 of the world series so winner 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 takes all last game of the series and he gets pulled out i believe in the 6th inning and it comes out the reason he got pulled out was because he is tested positive for covid And I believe the background of this was he had like an inconclusive test the day before they reran the test, but they let him play uh, because until while they were waiting the result or something like that. So he's on the field for six innings (laughs) with, with all these other players with COVID. He then gets taken off the field. He gets quarantined. The Dodgers win the world series. And then he's seen back out on the field, no mask, Celebrating with his team, being in photos, hugging everybody. The media is down there, and all this stuff. So essentially, you had someone who knew he had COVID just running around like in, like anybody else, and it was just this fascinating, like I said, kind of a small example of what's what sports was trying to avoid and what ended up happening. I, I was. Fascinated by the whole thing, it was amazing to watch, and it's been amazing to read about. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, just reactions. You just want to start there. What is, reactions what is to Justin Turner running around with COVID after he tested positive?
1: What is start with MLB? They have to take a stand. Not the Dodgers. Not the fans. Not what does MLB have to do? They haven't done anything yet. No. If you're asking no, me, they need to suspend it
0: for a long period of time. Yeah. That's, no, we not.
3: No, he does not. He doesn't? No, no. God, look, you have to look at it like this. And if you listen to his teammates, if he tested positive in game six of the World Series, that means he potentially was positive a week before that. And they've all been practicing, playing games, doing whatever. I guarantee their teammates were like, dude, get your butt out here you're celebrating. We've already been around you. We've already been hugging you. We've already been high-fiving you. We've already been doing all these things. And there's no way that today that you tested positive was the day you got it. You've obviously exposed this. They took a risk. They took a chance. And, yes, he should not have gone by now, back out there. But Major League Baseball should not go crazy with the suspension. Should he be fined and maybe miss the first, like, I don't know, a few games of the season, something like that. Yes, of course, but don't go overboard. He was already a part of it. You, you're taking a risk playing this game because baseball didn't have a bubble for a long time. And they started doing bubbles in the playoffs, and it's amazing. Now, if more Dodger players come out with, with the fact that they got, you know, they were positive as well. Then it would make a little more sense to be more strict on them, but I don't think it's a big deal. Like they were already around each other so much, it is what it is. Like I, the, 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 the biggest thing for me is the fact that I heard they they knew about it in the second inning, and they didn't pull them until the sixth.
1: <laughs> Let's take a call and, here. Let's take a call thanks, here, thanks, Vince. Vince. I I don't I, I you, you got you have to you have, without rules there's chaos. I'm taking another <laughs> call. Hello, thanks, Vince. Hello, caller. you on the air. Caller, you
5: on the air. Yeah. You guys need to uh, review your stats. There was no game seven because the Dodgers won four, two. Right. Tampa. It was
0: six games. I stand corrected. Yeah.
5: Yep. Yep. And, uh, yeah, big shout out to the Dodgers, uh, coming from a long, a long family tradition of the Dodgers. Uh, fandom, I have to I have to give a shout out to my grandfather, Harry Allen Crowder, who died in nineteen eighty three after listening to the Dodgers lose, and I don't know who he they lost to. I think it was the Yankees. Now they won in eighty one against they won in, again in four two against the Yankees in nineteen eighty one in the World Series. But he listened to them lose in nineteen eighty three, probably in September or so. And uh they lost and my mom was taking care of him at the time and he said happened dodgers got up went to the bathroom and died so <laughs> a shout out shout out to my uh, my grandfather who would have been in uh, his 130 or 37 years with uh, a dodger blue all the way
1: you're a dodger, a show, guys. You're a dodger fan you. um... should justin turner be fined
5: uh... yeah you know i'm, I'm not a huge fan but uh... yeah i think you should be fined um, if he was foolish enough you know to get out and be a little too social and not uh... yeah I, even it has nothing to do with his being foolish it's a, it's a deadly virus and if you're out with a big crowd of people and you spread that farther you know this whole if we were all a lot more conscientious about social distancing and wearing masks we could get this dang virus under control and he's uh you know, he's out there and making news and people are saying, Well, he's out there doing it. He's celebrating it's special. Good for you. Um, man. so it's okay. It's not okay. This is a deadly virus. So yeah, now he should be fined and he should be punished. It's not okay.
1: Thank you, Dan. Yeah,
0: that's Thanks. that's that, that 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 was the argument that I was going to make. In in and that was worded much better than I could have ever made it. So I appreciate someone calling it and making that argument. Fun little fact. Uh, and I think I think this kind of stuff is always fascinating because when you look at like big market sports, I don't know why this came to mind, but I wanted to throw it out there. This is the first time since 1990, excuse me, 1988 that the Dodgers and Lakers won a championship in the same year. So, like, it's kind of cool that, you know, those the big market kind of has dominated this this COVID season with with the L.A. team winning baseball and
1: basketball. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Hello, caller. I uh, thought we had someone there, Jer. Well,
0: so, give us a call back. Yep. 707-895-2448. Oh, give us
1: you're a call on the back. air. You're on the air.
2: Hey, uh, so what a vibrant conversation.
1: Oh, this is getting um, vibrant. I
2: had no idea that the trio guy would be dad just in. <laughs> Anyhow, that being said, uh, again, uh, mirthful, uh, joy, memories, um, I think we're, we're getting down to the nitty-gritty of it here. We're talking about a guy who got a bonus for winning the World Series. Uh, he got paid for those hours he was out on the field. Um, I mean, forfeit of pay and bonus at least. Uh, he's got the ring, um, but realistically, can we just look at it from this point of view? If I put a pool in my backyard, i got to put a fence around it because it's an attractive nuisance, and if some kid falls in there and drowns, then I'm guilty of negligent homicide. Now, if I'm in a building or a stadium, per se, with hundreds, thousands, 10,000, 30,000 people, and I have a known illness that that is aspirated, I'm running around, I'm breathing heavy, I'm hugging guys. Yeah, the guy's totally a vector point. Uh, completely ignored protocol and we we pretty much nailed it down. You said yourselves the largest markets have benefited. These people that own these sports franchises, they're not millionaires. They're multi-millionaires. And when they call uh, certain agencies and say, hey, we'll promote your uh, military industrial complex if you put your commercials on while we have our events so everybody can run around and pat their ass and feel real machismo, and we're going to do that. And there was a comment made after I called earlier about the, uh, this, this. what I see is this reverence. It's like sport replaced uh, going to church. Uh, people with their uh, freak-out rooms where they spend tens of thousands of dollars. It's the people I see with tattoos, they got $30,000 worth of tattoos, and they're renting a 10 by 10 hotel, uh, you know, hotel room-sized apartment. They don't even own their house. And uh, it's a displacement of energy and dream. Um, I'm all for the spirit of healthy human endeavor and competition. Uh, but let's be sensible about it. And let's recognize that the big picture about big sports is big bucks. And it's also a uh, grand disillusionment. Uh, again, chess. Great sports. Uh, thanks for the program. I appreciate the, the fact that I can uh, participate. Free speech is important. This is a beautiful radio station. Juggle that change, that change to our folks. Send, send some uh, those funny pieces of paper with dead presidents down to KZYX and support uh, every point of view. This is a great opportunity to, to Thank share you. ourselves as a community. Thank uh, you. A, thanks Pre- for your time.
1: Appreciate the call. Hello, call. You're on the air.
4: Yeah, hey, um, I uh, heard a great metaphor in regards to the, the gentleman on the uh, uh, baseball game who uh, exposed his teammates to COVID, which is that um, it's like driving drunk. You know, if he had drove, dri- driven drunk, we all would have said, hey, that's not okay to put other people and yourself in harm's way. And that's just kind of the way I feel about it, is that I think it really makes a lot of sense to say, hey, this is serious. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, yes, your freedom to not wear a mask ends when it becomes my and my family's safety. Huh. So, anyway...
1: That, that, that good analogy, I like it.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah. All thanks. right, and and the fact that, you know, if somebody drives drunk, we say, sorry. You, you know, there are consequences for it. So, anyway, hey, thanks for your show. I just discovered it recently. It's just really fun. I've never been a big sports uh, person, but I just enjoy... Your show so much that I oh thank you I'm starting to tune into it just because I start learning things so that's I really, love a it. great evening thank you that's what I love to hear
1: it's it's always been my favorite comment Jerry and you know what I'm going to say mm-hmm. is yep. is I don't really like sports but I, I like the sports phone and, and I'm getting it more and more and and I'm liking it more and more to tell you the truth while we have a uh, the phones aren't ringing here for the first time in. 21 minutes. The phones are are, are empty. We're ready to take more calls, 707-895-2448. But we have a text from one of our our frequent texters. And I want to read it before I take this next call, Jerry, because it's directly to you. And that is, really, Jerry, the Rays manager messes up by pulling a pitcher who has a one-hitter going through the fifth (laughs) inning and you lead with Turner wanting to celebrate?
0: Analytics! (laughs) <laughs> Numbers, you gotta trust the analytics. I know that for some, for some non-hardcore sports fans, that means absolutely nothing. But oh, I, I love that whole topic. I, it's it's so granular and statistics-based in baseball, but I love it. Analytics, you gotta love them.
1: Hello, caller, uh, you're gone. on the air.
3: Are you kidding me? I get to, I, I get <laughs> introed with analytics. You gotta love it. You gotta me? love it, Fitz. You gotta love uh, the analytics. I have. Listen, uh, Vince. Jer, Jer, Jerry, you got to stop. The <laughs> analytics. The <laughs> analytics work. Yeah. Of course they do. There's percentages of everything. But if, if people were professional hitters, there would be no analytics. I to run. What? Is, what is, someone give me the definition of analytics. So. So, analy- <sighs> so let me let me try, Jerry, and you go ahead and cover me here. Uh, one one example of analytics is if if I'm a hitter and. Out of the 100% of the balls I hit, 30% go right down the third baseline, right. 20% go to shortstop, 10% go up the middle, 10% go to second base, and 5% go to first base. You're going to shift your players to play in those hot zones.
1: Okay, so using, the, the, st- using statistics.
3: You're positioning players to, def- to, to d- defense somebody. And so that's basically what analytics is. Or it's this, this particular person only hits right-handed pitchers this way if we pitch them this way. So you have to be perfect in order to make analytics work. Like it only works if you execute perfectly every single time or they just don't work. And so for me, the biggest thing in that Blake Snow situation was, yes, Blake Snell was dominant. Blake Snell was literally, the Dodgers had no chance to hit him outside of some weak ground balls that got through the hole. Two hits, five and a third innings, nine strikeouts. He was facing, yes, the top of the lineup, the best part of the lineup for the Dodgers. Mookie Betts, Kyle, you know, uh, uh, Kyle Sager, and, and Justin Turner, who still would have been batting at that time, he, he had struck all of those guys out two times each, and, and they are two at-bats. So he was—they they were they were 0-6 with six strikeouts against Blake Snell. The manager pulls Blake Snell because he's facing a right-handed batter in Mookie Betts, who in the playoffs, analytically, was batting lower than he was against right-handed, hard-throwing pitchers, whom... Kevin Cash brought in to replace Blake Snell. So he actually went against analytics in a small portion of the season because, you know, over the course of the main, you know, 60 games, Mookie Betts hit left-handers better than right-handers. But in the playoffs, it was reversed. So he actually went reverse analytics and beat himself by overusing analytics, if that
1: makes any sense.
0: Clear, Jim. Think you could say that back? You ready for your test uh, next week?
1: <laughs> oh, I, I, I understand what analytics are, are now. the The, the details um, are driving decisions. The analytics, the the stats, are driving decisions. Are driving
3: decisions. And what they're doing, Jim, is they're taking away the individual moment. In that moment, Kevin Cash should have realized that the pitcher he had on the mound was his best chance to win and force a game seven and he never should have taken him out. I don't think the Rays... I'm not saying the Rays win. I'm saying the Rays have a better chance to win if Blake Snell stays in that game.
1: Jerry, wasn't there... Did you tell me a bit back, wasn't there a movie based on analytics? Oh, yeah. Moneyball Moneyball Moneyball. or something? Moneyball. Yep. Moneyball. And that was the ultimate? I mean, what... uh, That wasn't...
0: Not necessarily the ultimate... But that was the, the that was the team that kind of adopted it first. What team? The the Oakland
1: A's. Oh, the Oakland A's did it. Okay, so yeah. Yeah. right. And they're the team that kind of made it famous. The theory: every yeah. decision would be based on analytics. That that, oh, yeah. that was the premise.
3: That's kind of the idea. I think. I think the idea, and what happens is, is some people take it to a, a super extreme. Or, or, we're gonna we're gonna base. 75 percent of our decisions on analytics and there's some people who do a 50 50 and then there's other people who are like we're going to go old school and play it by feel and use 25 percent analytics i think every team does it differently the rays the a's the twins low budget teams tend to play analytics more than big budget teams
1: so so you're you want the I'm, you want the coach sitting on the bench, the the basketball coach, just said, he's hot, leave him in. Forget what forget what the minutes say, forget what the the stats say, what he's done in the past, what he's done. Uh, just he's hot, leave him in. Right. That's that that's the emotional part of it. Say, I mean that's that's what you're saying about Snell. He's hot, leave him in.
3: In, in that in that moment, I, I think there's a right. place for both of it. I think there's a, a place for analytics, like like Jim. Uh, I'm 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 anti analytics, like you are anti a uh, uh, replay.
1: Yep.
3: If if we want to go that far with it, like I don't like it at all. But but you and I have both understood that replay is a part of the game, and I understand that analytics are part of the game. If you're going to do it, do it where it makes sense, and make sure you do it right. Because if you don't, it's going to bite you, and you're going to lose, and it's going to be a waste of our time. That's Jeez. that's my whole take on it. it, it I, I I'm not a big fan of analytics because they only play out because of you have to do it, you have to do it exactly right. You have to be perfect. Seven, and, and by the way, my my this day in sports because I want to get that in there. 1954 was the implementation of the 24 second shot clock. Ooh, I didn't know that. Huh. How you like that?
1: Wow, I like it. Wow. Yeah, changed yeah, uh, they're, they're, changed the game.
3: Wow, Vince. But yeah. Anyways, anyways. Also, uh, just just to uh, point out, Jerry, uh, I think you said earlier that the uh, the big market is is winning the uh, playoffs this year. La Lakers, La Dodgers. But just so you know, the La uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, won the, the 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 Stanley Cup, and the Buccaneers oh, nice. are on the verge of potentially making your run for the Super Bowl. So it could be a Tampa-L.A. split for the Big Four. Wow. And and I'm a big fan of the way the NFL does profit-sharing, where every team has to share a certain amount of money and they can't overspend, whereas baseball is allowing teams like the Dodgers to spend $222 million, where the Tampa Bay Rays have spent $26 million. Um, just so you know, Tershaw and Bats make twenty-eight million dollars uh, combined, and the Rays' entire team makes twenty-six million. So,
1: wow. I love
3: it. Great, I always great, love those great, kind of numbers great, with, with
0: small-market baseball teams.
3: Those are analytics for you, uh, <laughs> or, or logistics. I don't know what that would actually find. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, just it's been a fun sports ride, and uh, we all have to appreciate what we have in the moment, for you know whether we like it or not.
1: Thanks, Vince. Thanks, Vince.
0: You guys, keep, you guys have a great night. Keep Always listening. We. I'll talk to you soon.
1: Yeah. Someone, Thanks, Vince. I,
0: am I, am I allowed? I, I don't know if this is if this is allowed, Jim. I, I don't think we've ever discussed the rules for on this day in sports. Am I allowed to pick something
1: from today? this day in sports 2021 as long as it happened today well what do you well, got 20, no 20 no
0: october 30th
1: 2020 oh, okay. is that acceptable I am would, i allowed to do that i would love to hear go ahead what do you got for this next? Yeah, talk I, I think this is
0: a big deal i, I think it'll stand out um I, I think it's really cool uh so today as of a couple hours ago i think one of the bigger power couples in sports announced their engagement oh, uh jeez what I mean, this is a big deal. It, it, Sue Bird and Megan Rapino announcing that they're engaged is a big deal. When you talk about like progressive, the progressive movement, and and to, for a WNBA star and a star of the women's national soccer team to oh, be as big a wow. deal as they are, you know, when they announce their engagement, I think it's a big deal. I, I think that's something that is
1: noted in history. Oh, that thought. Hello, caller, you're on the air. Hey.
6: Thanks for the dialogue and the conversation. I love it. Yep. And I'm going to come in from left field here for a little bit because I think uh, everything that's being said is pertinent and it can all be tied around full circle. My daughter is the rodeo sweetheart for California. Her daughter, who's 17, Oceana Sipla, they were over in Lake County this weekend, and they had a, a jackpot, and Oceana outraced her mama. And I just think that uh, 17-year-old and a 34-year-old from Laytonville and Ukiah, you know kick, kick, kicking in is is awesome and they 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 go for the data and the statistics there's like what point one second point zero you know it's like really close to the borderline but i also think that that we enjoy The Olympics have been around for, you know, many, many, many years. The joy and the pleasure of of performing the sports from childhood on, from the soccer to the baseball to the football to the basketball, you know, that's part of the picture, too. It's not just the money. It is the spiritual, you know, teamwork and cooperation and camaraderie that that needs to be remembered. And I also think, um, I'm going to come in, this is a left field one now. I believe in mock battle. Like the horses that are used in movies in L.A. when when they have all these costumes and you know if people have this' what's it? Estrogen is for the women. Testosterone. If you've got so much energy to go go blow, and if all these millions of dollars, most of us are, you know, paycheck to paycheck, so we don't have it, but. If they choose to go do filmmaking and and uh, and and play at the sports and not get the you know the coronavirus, there's there's a risk benefit analysis that needs to be made in here somewhere, right. and that's the health of the, the and safety of the players. And um, anyway, these, these are just just comments. But I also want to know: Did they have an actual audience for this game this last uh, Sunday? They was did, it, yeah. So understood? there was did a there was a limited to, uh, audience.
0: I don't remember what the
6: exact number but was,
0: mock, but they did let people you know, in to like watch cartoon
6: the Cartoon characters, you know, uh, posters in the seats, and I just think that's outrageous.
1: They um they pay for the they pay to have their uh, poster in the seat.
6: Okay, but did were were there actual people attending yes. the game?
0: Yes, there were. In there local. there was. I I don't have the exact number on hand, but they did allow people in to watch those games.
6: Good. Good because I think it's been kind of silly, you know, if they have the the microphones, you know, like tabled in whatever that is when they when they fake it. I think it's uh we take a risk in life anytime you get in a car, you know. But uh, anyway, thanks for the conversation, and I just want to let you know my my daughter and my granddaughter are both kicking it. Thank <laughs> you. Thanks for the call. And, so, and and again, it's um I'd like to see quality. I, I, I took notes on the thing today and on your conversation, and the issues of um, swimming and and golf and ping pong and, and running, you know, dancing, arts and music, you know, there are many ways that we have sports. And I'd like to see us all be equally accessible to enjoy these, this world that we live in. Thank you.
1: Thank you Bye. so much. Well, ro- rodeo continues, Jer.
6: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I love it. Yeah, That's good I'm, stuff. A lot of good, a lot of good thoughts and comments there beyond the rodeo stuff as well. It's um, uh, it's I, it's easy to have an opinion on these types of things. I think for for lack of a better a better thought there, I think it's very easy to have an opinion in some form on COVID and how it interacts with sports, uh, regardless of your level of interest in sports. I think it's a it's a larger conversation than that.
1: Yeah. Um I never, I never really uh, got the stats. Well, I just caught something Vince said there. The Lakers, the Dodgers, the LA's on a roll right now, and and I didn't realize how well, you know, Tampa Bay was doing in in a relatively small market. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. guess.
0: Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, I was I, I was gonna challenge how much of a small market Tampa Bay was for a minute, but then I realized that wasn't a good. It wasn't that
1: wasn't true. Like there there are
0: small market sports teams in Tampa Bay for overall. Well, like as compared
1: look- to my teams, the Yankees, right. the yeah. Do- the Yankees, the Lakers, right, right. And uh, I think all football teams are big markets. I don't know. <laughs> it seems like it at some level. Yeah, yeah it definitely does seem like that. about 10 minutes left
0: on the sports phone here, 707-895-2448. Give us a ring if you want to talk about about 10 minutes to go, like I said. Uh, My other on this day in sports, because I kind of saw that that, uh, engagement thing from today uh, at the last second, the one I did have pulled up, and I think this is a big deal, kind of like the Muhammad Ali thing was a big deal. Uh, This day in 1945, Branch Rickey, who was the uh, executive of the Brooklyn Dodgers at the time, uh, signed Jackie Robinson to their minor league team, the Ooh. Montreal Royals, uh, and kind of started that, uh, the Jackie Robinson era of, of Brooklyn Dodgers baseball. So, that's a, this is a big one. That That's a big one in, in the history it's of sports.
1: The day Jackie Robinson played his. got signed to the. Well, first
0: not, the, not, the yeah, no, so not the day he played, but the day the he was
1: signed. Wow. Hello, Call. You're on the air. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um. I'm going for the triple dipple. I apologize if I called too much. One of the things that Francis he warned Jackie Robinson about was uh, a very loaded word that he might be called and that he was. And he asked him, how would you respond to that? Now, Jackie Robinson had uh, uh, what is it? It's the disease of the in, it's um uh shoot i know it's what like you're
1: rickets. saying
2: it's like rickets or something um he was plagued with a nervous disorder he received so many death threats um and uh you know ty cobb walked away from the plate in tiger stadium and beat a blind black man with his baseball bat because he presumed that he called him something and then he went back out and took his turn bat. back uh racism in sports is is a huge, huge issue. And again, goes to my underlying argument against uh, the false hope and premise that it might present for youth uh, to be disenfranchised from academics uh, to believe that their uh, physical attributes would overrule uh, their intellectual ability to succeed in life. Uh, that being said, vibrant program, guys. Best of luck to you. Uh, folks, take that jar of can and send you cash, and I'm getting off. I triple dip. I love it.
1: Thank, Thank, you. You. Thank you. I, I do want to, um, um, comment on something, Jarek. Two people have said it today about triple dipping, double dipping. Um, I, I want to remind our listeners, sounds like we got a lot of them, um, t- today, um, that um some people don't think, that, think don't overthink this jim we don't care i know that like that's that's the bottom line <laughs> what you're trying to say and it, it but but it is ingrained here in other talk shows in in the discussion talk shows and and the, some of the uh other talk shows in Casey you said no you can't double dip and uh, we, we and and we encourage double and triple dipping if, if you're hearing something that you need to talk about we want to hear about it and i ask in in um I ask the respect if we got to get rid of it and take somebody else, that you respect that, too.
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely. No, I love it. I mean, we just want to talk about sports. I don't think we really care who it's with. We just want to talk sports for an hour a day or an hour a week. It's it's a good time. So, um, 707-895-2448. About five minutes or so left. Got time to squeeze in a few other calls. Uh, Jim, any, anything stand out for you? Anything on the mind uh, that that you want to talk about here in the last couple of minutes? Right, what's uh, what's going on? What, what do you got?
1: Uh, any, I t- any, anything that stands out? It's funny. I've checked off a whole bunch. I've I've checked off a whole bunch of things here, and and um, nothing really really stands out that I I wanted to talk about, but I just I always worry if I bring something up now. I'm glad we just got another call, Jerry. I'm going to take it. (laughs) Yeah, save us. Um, This caller's saving us here. I I, I want to save road trips from when we have a lot of time because I think it's going to be great. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Thanks for
2: taking my call. I have always wanted to ask
3: presidential candidates a question that I've seen on applications over the years. Have you ever played team sports? So I guess my question is, if you can answer it as far as trivia goes, how many presidents have played team
1: sports? What what level we got it, Jerry? You, this is going to be you. You're going to have to work fast here. We only have three minutes. Can we start at high school? Can we, or does little league count?
2: Oh, high school. Got to be about around high school.
1: High school and college. Um, I'll put it on Jerry 707-895-2448 If you know. <laughs> Of what presidents have played team sports? Uh, this caller would like to know. Um, we're getting some. We're getting some bad. Lost that one, Jerry. Do you have any answers? I. This is
0: tough. I'm. I'm trying to come up with something here. Clinton, pay, Clinton uh, played.
1: Clinton played the saxophone.
0: I believe. And this is very much a shot in the dark here. I think Dwight Eisenhower played football at, at Army, maybe, are we if gonna, I'm reading this correctly.
1: Are we going to say that if presidents played sports, they were probably football? Are you suggesting that?
0: No, 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 no. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of reading through this. So, so Gerald Ford played football uh, at the University of Michigan. Wow. Uh. I, I, I'm just trying to go through these. It looks like George H.W. Bush played baseball at Yale.
1: So you're talking about pretty major sports here. I thought you were just talking about someone playing high school basketball. Hill, call you on the air.
2: Up, we got the baseball thing with George Herbert Walker Bush and with Ford. Yes. So
0: we're good.
1: you on the air.
0: You're, uh... I think he, so. He was calling to confirm my my correct answers.
1: <laughs> oh, that was so, the same. Okay, go ahead.
0: Yeah. So, so one of my favorite ones uh, that I really enjoy, and this isn't a president, but it was something during the Obama administration, uh, that his secretary of education always participated in the NBA celebrity all-star game because he was the captain, I think, of Harvard's basketball team for a while. I, I think it was Arnie Duncan was his name. And so he wasn't a president, but he was the secretary of education, so he always played in the celebrity all-star game. It was. Really funny to see this guy play basketball because he was really good. Even at his older age, he had that like Who you classic t- old man style basketball. Who
1: are you talking about?
0: So Obama's Secretary of Education was the oh, captain of the Harvard basketball team.
1: Well, played- and, and and I'll even go with um, I I watched a bunch of shootarounds when Obama put put a hoop up at the White House. I saw Obama shoot around multiple times, he- and he clearly. Right. Had a release to his jump shot that would have got him through high school basketball. So, so um, no,
0: no, but again, like I, I, I was looking more at the college level, and so that's sure. what stood out with I'll Bob's make, Secretary of Education.
1: I'll make this statement, and we're we're done with calls, Joe. We're running out of time. Um, I'll make this statement about presidents. My guess is most presidents have played high school sports, and there's a stat for you. I, that's my guess.
0: I, uh, maybe, at some, <laughs> at some level or another.
1: That's I, I just think, um, especially the ones that went to smaller high schools, because everyone played sports.
0: I can confirm Barack Obama played high school basketball.
1: Yeah, that's okay. Jerry, wrap it up.
0: <laughs> We're going to wrap it up. It's good to be back. Uh, we'll be back next week, another normal edition of The Sports Phone. It'll be 7 o'clock Friday. It'll be our first November edition of the sports phone of 2020 so we'll be back then uh with that jim i'll hand it back to you we'll wrap up the show thanks for everyone that called we'll be back next week
1: oh i was off last week and um i i just i just want to thank everybody uh who called in because you you re re fired me up with what the sports phone is all about that was truly listener driven today i appreciate it